Hello and welcome to another podcast from BetfairTradingCommunity.com with me, your host, Martin. Today, I've got, we're going to do something a little bit different today. Um, and this is for all the kind of broken hearted lovers out there. And you, you might be listening to that thinking, what the hell are you talking about, Martin? I haven't tuned into some dodgy late night radio show where people are going to bleed on about their love life problems. Well, no, you haven't. Um, I'm going to talk about being broken hearted and falling out of love with Betfair trading. Um, what's kind of driven me to do this today is that, well, I've got a story to tell on this, but also I've seen the thing I've noticed with people who struggle with Betfair trading, like when we get people um, who are struggling to make money on Betfair, you can almost, you know, even through the text, through the emails, whatever, you can almost feel their love for Betfair disintegrating before your very eyes. And I, I find it a very, very sad thing to see because ultimately some of the best, you know, feelings I've had in my life have been from trading on Betfair, have been from the successes I've had. Sometimes even the losses I've had where it's been maybe a lesson I've learned and things like that. But Betfair to me has always been the best game in the world. You know, Betfair to me has always been the best video game in the world. It's been the best sport in the world. It's been the best competition in the world. It's always been a chance to test yourself, to beat the markets. This is something that I've found exhilarating, you know, from a very young age. And when I was about 16, really, I had two goals in life. I wanted to either be a professional athlete or a professional Betfair trader. That was it. Right. I wasn't really interested in anything else. Um, you know, and I remember my dad, who's who's a professional trader, who you might know, Richard Footer. I've talked about him quite a lot on the podcast. I remember him telling me, go and get a career first. Um, and, you know, that wasn't really something I had a great interest in. I had my goals. I had my dreams. I had what I wanted to do. And it just fascinated me. I mean, when I was at, when I was at university, I went. I had a friend in Chile who was studying over there, um, who was half Chilean, so he had family over there. So he went over there, I think, for a year. And I just went to visit him on a holiday over there for a couple of weeks. He did a bit of travelling. And uh, I just remember, it's funny, because I, I always remember this, I remember discussing Betfair with him pretty much the whole time, explaining why it was so good, talking about ways to beat the market. And essentially the kind of enjoyment I got from the complexity of the game. You know, if you've ever played a game you love, um, you know, imagine you, like me, maybe you, you like Nintendo and you play Nintendo games all the time and you, you really get a game that you love, like maybe Legend of Zelda or something like that, and it sticks with you, right? And you just think, wow, that game is so amazing. And you go and try and do other things and play other games and they're just not quite as good, right? So... I mean, I'll give you an example for it, for instance, to, you know, let's let's say Betfair trading, although I think it's it should have a different category. It does technically qualify as gambling. Well, I've I've tried to play bingo since I became a Betfair trader. That was horrible. I hated it. Do you know why? Because I didn't have an edge on the market. I couldn't have an edge on the market. It was just dumb luck. I didn't understand. What's the fun of playing a zero-sum game where you know you can't make money in the long term? It, 
unless you get incredibly, incredibly lucky. It just, to me, it made no sense. Why would I be relying on luck rather than skill? I hated it. The other thing I did, again, comparing the same industry, was I went to a casino when I, when I visited one of my friends in Reading. I hated it. I hated it. I was just betting without an edge. It, to me, it made no sense. Playing blackjack, playing roulette. It, it made no sense to me. I really hated it. I hated it. I think I, I, I... Do you know what? I genuinely don't even remember. This is, you know, the God's honest truth. I don't even remember if I made money or lost money. I've got a feeling I broke even. I've got a feeling I broke even. You know, but it didn't feel like any kind of victory. Whereas my friends, probably some of them, when they were leaving the casino, if they broke even, that was a good night. You know, um, so it's funny that things within the same sector, because they're so different to what I actually do, they're such worse games. You know, the, the only game that I could compare in terms of my enjoyment, if you ask me what's my favourite game in the world, it would be poker. And the reason is that poker is extremely similar to Betfair trading in terms of the type of game it is. It's a game that's in the gambling industry, but it's a game that is skill-based. And if you have the skill, you can make money long-term. Now, I think it's much easier to make money trading on Betfair, and I think that's that would be a general consensus because there maybe was a time where poker was easy to make money from, but I think those days are gone. Now there's just a bunch of grinders in there and you've got to play near perfect all the time to make any money. And I certainly don't think I could make any serious money on poker, no matter how hard I try. I just think it's it's so difficult. Um, but that's probably the only thing that I could say was comparable. Now, why do people fall out of love with Betfair trading? And... It's probably happened to a lot of you out there listening right now. So this is a very relevant subject for you to hear about. Why why does it happen? Well, that's not an easy question to answer. But I can answer it from my own personal experience. And I even had a time in my life where I fell out of love with Betfair trading. It was when I was younger, obviously. Um, it wouldn't be much cop doing what I do now if I if I didn't love Betfair trading. And I think I'd gone through like a period of just really bad discipline, you know, chasing losses, losing money, etc, etc. And I was, I remember I was going out with a girl at the time who's Christian and she didn't like what I was doing anyway because of the connotations of gambling. And I even, man, I even gave up Betfair trading for quite a long time when I was with her. Because of all this, because of the fact I'd lost money, you know, and I did not like that. I remember at one point I worked out, I was probably about 10 grand down, right? So at my low point of Betfair trading, I was probably about 10 grand down. And all of that wasn't because I was a bad trader. It wasn't because I couldn't beat the markets. It was because I had no discipline. And every time I lost, I'd try and chase that loss until eventually I lost all my money. And that's that's always the outcome of chasing losses eventually. That's the thing. You can you can if you're trying to always chase your losses, then eventually you will go bust. You will just have that really bad run. It will happen. And because you're upping your stakes and doing stupid things, you will eventually always lose your money. 
it's funny because when you're in that mindset, you kind of think to yourself, no, it's okay, just one more time. And then, and then if, if I do it, if I chase it successfully, I'm not going to do it again. You know, and that's probably what I used to tell myself. And I've heard so many people say similar things along those lines, being on Betfair Trading Community. And, you know, you just, you, your heart kind of sinks a little bit because you feel for those people knowing that you're just kidding yourself and, you know, you're going to keep doing it. And unless you actually put some serious things in place to stop doing it, it's going to forever be a problem. And I think that a lot of the love for Betfair disappears when people keep making mistakes with their discipline. I honestly think that's the biggest cause. Because I think when you're using sensible stakes and sensible bankroll management, I don't think you can really fall out of love with it that easily. Because I don't think there's anything that's particularly going to break your heart. You might have a little bad run. You might have a strategy that you thought was really good that, that turns sour. But because of your staking, because of your sensible approach, it's not going to hurt you too much. And it's not going to cripple your bankroll or your finances on Betfair. So it's one of those things, I think, when people fall out of love with Betfair, I think it's because they've made a lot of mistakes with their discipline. And it's heartbreaking. You know, imagine that I once heard a story of a poker player, Hungarian guy, I can't remember his name, but maybe Google this. This is a true story. He actually, at one point, was one of the best poker players in the world. He'd made $20 million, I believe. Might have been a slightly different figure, but it was it was definitely a substantial amount of money. But he was he was such a gambler that he ended up losing it. When things didn't go his way, Maybe he made the same mistakes we did, started entering bigger and bigger tournaments, trying to win his money back. And just to, you know, essentially he blew all of that money. Can you imagine the feeling of achieving all your financial freedom that, like he did and then just blowing it? You know, I mean, crikey, I, I used to get upset when I'd blow like, you know, seven, eight, nine grand. Imagine... 20 million how that would feel wow I mean that would be horrific right so that's kind of one of the things that will happen if you can't control your discipline if you don't get on top of it and I think that's where people can fall out of love with Betfair because they mistake the fact that it's the discipline thing and they think oh no actually I don't like Betfair when actually, really, what they don't like is the fact that they can't control themselves properly on Betfair. Or that they know they've got potential to make money on Betfair, but they're not doing it. Because they can't, either they can't follow advice properly, like say they're a Betfair trading community member, they can't follow the advice properly, or they don't want to. Or they just, you know, want to kind of keep chasing and, and defying defying the odds which which makes no sense you know we play a we play a value game here we play an odds game and i can assure you that lapses in discipline like serious lapses in discipline if you don't start to get that stuff in check you will lose money over time that's just a fact that is a fact of trading so i think that's why a lot of people fall out of love with trading because remember if you fall out of love with it you had to have been in love with it at the start. And what got you in love with it? 
What what seduced you to become a Betfair trader? Well, for me, like I say, it was about it was there was something about beating the game. The fact you could make your own income, right? You didn't have to go and slave over a job you hated. You could make your own money, trading sports, watching sports all day. I mean, I love watching sports. One of my favorite things to do at the start of every month is I write in the calendar what events I'm going to watch live. Even not the trading ones, but mainly actually ones that I go, right, I'm going to go and watch that event because it's a big event I want to watch. You know, like today I'll be watching the Yankees play baseball at half six. I've got the England women's semi-final in the diary for Tuesday. You know, I put all this stuff on the calendar so everyone can see, right, okay. Now... I can trade those games, I can do whatever. Um, I get to watch sport for a living. Just think about that. I get to watch sport in my house for a living. I mean, you know, if you'd asked the 16-year-old version of me, what's, what would, what's the dream? That's the dream, right? So the allure is totally understandable. And I think, like I say, it's the best game out there. Look at the spreadsheets I make. Look at the spreadsheets I make. Look at the strategies I track. And how much you can kind of see these strategies slowly progressing well, making profit over time. I prefer the kind of slow and steady wins the race approach. Um, I think that's just a much safer, cleverer way to do it. Um, and that's why I love testing strategies. You know, I get excited with a strategy that makes money. That excites me. It really, really excites me. And I love that. I love the fact that Betfair kind of gives us that opportunity to, to create those strategies. Gives us that opportunity to create a wealth that wouldn't have existed in the past. You know, I, I have a friend, one of my best friends at school. His dad was a professional gambler. But he didn't really use Betfair. I mean, I, I guess he, he probably did um, when I was a little bit older. But really, he used to have to go into bookies. You know, or he'd have to send someone into bookies because no bookie would actually take his money. This is the crazy thing, right? There wasn't really, unless you really knew all the tricks in the book to kind of almost defrauding people to, to kind of place all these bets for you, you had no way of really making a living from betting. Betfair was the first opportunity, really, that came about for that to happen. And that's why I think it's been such a special thing. You know, we're following an industry, I've got a career in an industry that didn't exist 20 years ago. It just didn't exist. And the fact is that you can now have a career in that. And in a world where, you know, making your own money and being able to actually potentially earn more money than you can at work, that's huge. You know, when you look at a, a world where inflation is shooting up, you know, energy bills are rising, petrol's just an insane amount of money, so much so that I really don't want to do to go in my car that much at the moment. But that's the thing, isn't it, right? That that allure of Betfair trading, staying at home, being able to spend as much time with my family as I want, being able to work whatever hours I want, being able to be my own boss, you know, not really having to answer to someone, um, you know, at work, it's funny because um, I was reading something the other day about how in, in a lot of jobs you're frowned upon if you actually leave work on time. 
you're actually frowned upon for not doing more hours and not getting paid. So for not doing free labour, you're frowned upon. It's a really strange culture and, and kind of world that's been developed. Um, and I, I, I'm, I'm amazed by that because I, I don't think I'd ever stay at work longer if they weren't paying me for it. When I had jobs that were just regular jobs, I certainly wasn't, you know, going, oh, I'll do an extra half hour, don't worry about it, right? So, you know, these are the benefits of being a Betfair trader. You obviously don't have to do any of that stuff. So let's say you've fallen out of love with Betfair trading. How can you get that love back? How did I get the love back when I fell out of love with it? Well, what I did was I got to a point where when I wanted to get back into Betfair trading again, I wanted to have a clear path to success. No longer did I want to make stupid decisions and beat myself up for days about them. No longer did I want to chase losses and blow bankrolls when I knew that that was not necessary at all. That was totally unnecessary behaviour. So I set about making a plan. One of the things I did was I looked at what strategies I was going to look at. I tested them. I did my research every morning. The great thing about Betfair Trading Community is that obviously we have software that can do this for you. You can create systems and that will give you your selections every single day with the click of a button. Right? But I didn't have that. But I was doing something very similar. Yes, it was a lot more time consuming. And yes, it wasn't as accurate as a computer, obviously. But I had a clear vision and a plan in mind. And I wanted to approach Betfair Trading professionally. If Betfair Trading is a job, you should treat it like one, right? You take it seriously. The moment you're on that computer and you're working on Betfair Trading and you're, work, you're doing your morning research, take it seriously. You know, when you've got a break, do what you want. Schedule breaks. But whilst you're working, work. If you end up sound, some, down some rabbit hole looking at, you know, the Kardashians' latest photo shoot, then you need to get back on track. You need to stop procrastinating. Because making these plans, having goals, giving yourself realistic targets... This is what changes things. This is when you go from being, a, a, let's be honest, a mug, a mug trader to an intermediate trader looking to move towards being an advanced and then professional trader, right? You're taking steps along a journey and that's what's exciting. That's where the love comes back. That's where the passion comes back. When you see those few steps being made by yourself, you can actually be really proud of yourself. You can be proud of yourself testing a strategy, working out what makes it profitable, what it doesn't, creating a profitable strategy. You can be really proud of yourself, but you should be paper trading at that time before that anyway. So in theory, you wouldn't have put any money on this strategy but because you've created a good strategy, you can be really proud of yourself. And this is a big part of the journey, right? Because whilst making money on Betfair is obviously long-term the most important thing, people can get too hung up in that, especially early on. 
where it's like actually the education, the learning is much more important than making the money. Why do people study for careers? Why does anyone go to university when they could start a job at their local shop as soon as they leave school, right? It's because of the future gains, okay? They're willing to pay money now and not even make money. I mean, university, crikey, what, what loss is that a year? It's got to be about 15 grand a year now, right? With the tuition fees and the student loans, etc. They're willing to take that kind of loss because they believe it will lead to a brighter future. This is what your journey on Betfair trading should be like to start with. And the good thing is you can paper trade, so you don't even need to lose money. And don't, what, one thing that really frustrates me is when brand new traders treat the Betfair trading subscription as like money they instantly have to make back. And it's like, no, this is your training. This is your training. The, the, all of this is essentially one giant training university of Betfair trading. And it's the wrong approach to go, well, I must make money straight away. Otherwise, you know, I've got to give it up, right? That's a min Do you know what? Let, let's be honest here. Some people might not even like to hear this stuff, but that's a, that's a discipline issue. That's a mentality issue. If that's your thought and that's your way of thinking, that's, a that's an issue you need to resolve. Because it's not essential to make money straight away. What's essential is to learn the basics, to give yourself a really solid foundation in Betfair trading. You know, make, you know, plant your seeds in fertile ground where they can grow. You might have to wait a little while because, you know, you've got to learn to be a better trader. And as much as I can help you and will help you, that's something that does take some time to develop. You know, it's like if you, I don't know, let's say you've got someone over from a different country who'd never seen one of our sports. Let's say they'd never seen bowls played. Well, would you expect them to go and know what to do straight away? No. Would you expect them to become a professional bowler straight away? No. Right? The thing is, sometimes we give ourselves these unnecessary pressures. Imagine if you went to university and you went, what's the tuition fee? 10 grand. What's the student loans? 3 grand. So I'm already 13 grand down. If a student starts thinking like that, imagine it, and then they go, Okay, I'm 13 grand down. How am I going to make that money back? I know. I'll work. Well, what kind of jobs can you get? Well, I'm a student. I'm young. Not really anything that makes any money. Okay. You're going to pretty much work, have to work every single hour you're not studying. Not only that, even then, there's a good possibility you won't be able to cover your costs just by working. It will be detrimental to your actual studies and potentially to your future career to do that. And it's just not really the way a student would think. They, they might try and make some of the money back by working. I worked when I was at university, but it was, it was minimal. You know, I think I did like under 10 hours a week. Realistically, you have to, you have to invest in yourself 
if you really want to improve and, and give yourself a chance at a good career. And it's the same with Betfair trading. Like I say, if you're serious about Betfair trading, you have to treat it like a job. The love will still be there when you do that. In fact, the love will increase because you'll go, do you know what? This is actually a game I can win. I didn't feel like it was because I kept making bad decisions and bad. I had really bad discipline. But now I'm actually setting myself up on the right path. I'm actually setting myself up on a path towards financial freedom. And that should be the goal for all of us, really just to be financially free. There's people who work who are semi-pros on our site and I respect those people because they're financially free. They still work, they still do the job they want to do but they're financially free now because of the extra money. You know, or they're, a lot of them scale back their work. They actually do an amount of hours they're happy with. My mum did that when she was working she actually retired last year and ended up going back for a few hours a week and she loves it because you can actually start to enjoy the job you're in when you're not being ground to the bone, right? This is why I still enjoy Betfair trading as a career. This is why I wouldn't want to do anything else because essentially I'm never being ground to the bone. I work the hours I want. If I want a day off, I'll have a day off. No one's going to tell me otherwise. And that's, you know, the advantages are so huge. So I guess my challenge to you today is if you've fallen out of love with Betfair trading, work out why. Work out exactly why. And you'll know deep in your heart. You may not want to say out loud or tell me or tell anyone. That's fine. But look inside yourself and think, why did I fall out of love with it? And I think once you realize the reason then you can start to look at resolving it and think, actually, I do miss it. I miss trading on Betfair. I miss trying to beat the game. You know, I, I, when I'm, whenever I've had breaks in trading, one of the things I've always found hard was that someone would be like, oh, I've done well on this today, or, you know, someone would send me a screenshot of how much money they made on the Dal winning the French Open or whatever, you know. And... That kind of thing makes you go, do you know what? I do miss it. I do miss it because there's something about beating the game. And I think that is so alluring to a lot of people. And it's the best game out there. You know, I've played all sorts of games. Board games, computer games, sports, X, Y, and Z. This is my favorite by far. And it's great. It's not that physically exhausting. It also gives me a good social life. I can go out and do things. I play tennis two or three times a week. Um, there's a lot of different things you can do, right? Because you've given yourself this grounding, this this opportunity to work for yourself. And like I say, you know, you're not going to be told by anyone other than your internal monologue that you need to work right now. So I love Betfair trading. Um, I can't say it enough. And I feel like if you ever love Betfair trading and you've fallen out of love with it, it's still, it's still there. I feel like it will still be in your heart to some extent. And I hope that you're able to recover that love for Betfair trading because it's not a game I'd ever want to be without. 
All right, guys, thanks for listening to the podcast. Um, I hope this has helped you. And uh, most importantly, this week, make some money trading on Betfair.